Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. On today's episode, Rove returns to chat about episode two of the new Marvel series, Loki. My name is Justin Hamilton, and I'd be very curious about what it'd be like to meet a Lady Hamo here on Big Squid. Today, I'm trying something different this week. So instead of having a really long podcast and then a shorter one on Thursday, this week it's going to be three podcasts. I know, three. That might be way too much of me for you to have to deal with. Uh, But what I thought I'd do is I just thought I'd break it up a little bit because I had so much content and I thought maybe it'd be a little bit more digestible. I'd be curious to know what you think. Uh, feel free to let me know on the socials at, or at our private Facebook page. But essentially what we're going to do is today's podcast is Rove. Uh, he is helping me discuss the second episode of Loki. And then tomorrow's podcast is going to be a fun roundtable conversation with Tom Gleason and Ben Elwood. I threw five questions their way that they had no idea what I was going to ask. And we just riffed on that. It's pretty loose. It's a funny podcast. And then Thursday, we'll see me covering the penultimate episode of The Leftovers for season two. God, what an episode that was as well. I can't wait to talk about that. And look, if you feel like you're not getting enough of me, there's an appearance on Fofop this week with Will Anderson. And for two men in their late 40s, it's pretty childish. But if you know Will and I, it might be right up your alley. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. We were both really tired and it's a bit hysterical as in we're both a little bit all over the place. But anyway, uh, look, just changing it up this week. We'll see how it goes. Let me know what you think. Maybe we'll keep longer ones sometimes. Maybe we'll break them down sometimes. You'd hate for things to get repetitive. Before we launch into this podcast, though, I've noticed online a lot of spoilers for Loki and 
It's a bit of a bummer, and it's hard to avoid things now because of goddamn algorithms. Between algorithms and people who write articles who think they're really clever, but they're not, and they fucking give away their spoilers in their headline, it's really annoying. And you'll hear me in this podcast talk about how I'm not really speculating normally like I do with these things. The main reason is I was just a bit bummed out about the Quicksilver reveal in WandaVision. Once again, I tackled that a little bit with Rove in the chat today, but I just wanted to state that I don't care if I'm right or wrong when I speculate. I just enjoy speculating. But I think if you set up a level of expectation, you have to meet it. It doesn't have to meet it in the way you expect, but it does have to be at the same level. You don't have to do what everyone thinks. But in WandaVision, just saying that a random actor looks like the guy who played Pietro in the Fox X-Men movies, it just didn't feel funny or clever enough as a reveal. So I decided I was going to hold back on the speculation with this one. We still speculate, of course, but I'm not going, you know, full squid bits on it, you know. (laughs) Um, So I'm still enjoying it. But if you're like me and you still don't really want things spoiled, just try your best to stay offline. There's things turning up and it's just a bit of a bummer, you know. That might not be correct. But anyway, it's just uh, I just wish people actually were a bit more clever and didn't give things away in the headlines and then you'd be fine. Anyway, to be honest, I'm also not really speculating because everything on my side of life is still crazy busy. It has been for a number of months now. I am super tired. Uh, And also it's hard because I kind of can't talk to you about some of the things that I've been working on, which I really want to talk to you about. It's just a bit tricky. And we will get to a point where I will be able to talk to you about things. So uh, just a heads up, it'll all make sense uh, soon, I hope. And then also uh, one of the jobs that I have, uh, which is working on The Chase, we finish our season uh, this week. So look, we still have plans for this podcast. Ben and I have a very special project that we are making our way towards. It's It's been slow But we want to do this and we will get to that soon, like really soon. So things slow down slightly at the end of this month and then that will give me the space to get these other projects up and running ASAP. Anyway, enough waffle. Let's get into episode two of Loki. And to do that, we better bring Rove in. Glorious purpose. You're here to catch time criminals. Bye. If you want to rule the universe, you better help us save it first. What could possibly go wrong? There's like a million things. I want you to help us fix it. Not my forte. Pretend your life depends on it. I'm going to get a snack. This Wednesday, I am the god of mischief. It is adorable that you think you could manipulate me. Wherever, whenever, whatever it takes. You need the god of mischief to help. Unbelievable. Wherever you go, it's just death, destruction, the literal ends of worlds. I know. You can trust me. Hope you have studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? Let's get right into it, and I've got a big question for you straight off the top. I don't even want to build up to Mm. it. 
is it possible that the TVA are the bad guys? Oh, my gosh. I was going to text you during the week to say I've thought of something and I just want – I wasn't going to tell you what it was, but I just wanted you to know there's something in my head that I need to raise before in case it comes up on the show, which it hasn't as yet, but it has me thinking exactly that. I Two things. One, the TVA are the bad guys, or certainly that Loki will deem them the bad guys. Because who are they to be meddling with timelines you know, in what they say is a correction um, and to deem what is the one true timeline and any branches must be pruned, all of that says to me, yeah, it's kind of, it, it really is that, um, I know, totalitarian way of thinking, you know, this, this timeline cleansing to say, yeah, no, we are the ones who choose which reality is the correct reality and anyone who steps off that will be swiftly dealt with. So, yeah, I'm starting to think they are the bad guys. Again, in a Doctor Who reference, kind of like the actual Time Lords after a while, the the race of people that the Doctor's character is is part of apparently you know, after a while you realise, no, they're, just, they're meddling. Yeah. They're kind of picking and choosing, uh, you know, who gets to, to time travel and who doesn't and, and, and which stuff needs to be course corrected and which doesn't. So, uh, yeah, I'm beginning to think that for sure. They're the bad guys. Or certainly, yeah, Loki will turn, turn around and maybe even Mobius when we discover that do we have three lizard people's making, <laughs> making all the decisions or not that he might follow suit? Yeah, it's fascinating. It was just little things like the way they're dressed. Like they don't really look like they're dressed as the good guys and they kind of treat people a bit shitty even when they go and save a place and then also just the idea of erasing their knowledge and everything that they've just experienced. Well, like maybe those people who were were they in the first episode Mongolia maybe maybe they would have liked a nice story to tell everyone in their village about you know the guy fell out of the sky you wouldn't believe what just happened and you know who's to say that that the people at the 1985 medieval fair weren't having a great time and should just be left to it because they hadn't done anything wrong um i also feel for the poor um pompeii folk who you know when 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 uh loki's testing his theories it's like oh the volcano is gonna erupt and you guys are all gonna die in fact i'm gonna let these goats run free because it means nothing yeah. imagine if you're the person who had spent all i don't know how long it would take i know the phrase is herding cats but maybe there's a phrase oh it's like herding goats back then and you put all those goats in that cart just to have some weirdo in a mullet come and <laughs> set them all loose right before your life ends. What a way to finish things. No, no. That person was otherwise going to die with a sense of accomplishment <laughs> and a job well done. Gone. And what I also love about that is that we know for a fact that one of them is going to die in such a horrific and painful way that centuries later we're all going to be convinced he was having a wank. Have you? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a little fear wank. Yeah. We've all been there. I used to have them all the yeah. time before gigs. A, 
a little eruption during the eruption, of course. Why not? <laughs> that is that is one of my favourite things where it always pops up every few years on, on social media where so, this guy was having a wank and there's always someone saying, no, he was in agony. The poor bugger, his body was in pain. That's just how the arms went. Nah, mate, he was having a flog. Nah. He was having a flog, Who knows? Mate. Who knows what? Who knows what people get off on yeah. nowadays, or even back then, or even then that idea if he's like, no, no, I was just, I was just adjusting, I was just letting the testicles breathe, and then boom, showered with molten ash. Uh, what am I meant to do? I wasn't. I was just fiddling. I was just adjusting. Yeah, yeah, sure you were. Yeah. Oh, poor Agrippo, or whatever his name was. The um. Also, the the fact is, you so the they've got the the people on the ground who are kind of these. Uh, soldiers and they're they're very kind of rough with whatever's going on around them. They're not really fun. They're not really you know the kinds of people that you would want to hang out with. But then behind them, there's just this whole bureaucracy that just mindlessly does jobs as well. And it's like if if these are the good guys. Enjoyed, uh, yeah. Well, it's also like you say the mindlessness of it. It's blind faith as we're almost like a cult. It's just, well, we were just told to do this and anything. I thought it was a really nice exchange. The, the, the scripted scenes between Mobius and Loki as they're just kind of talking through stuff like that. There's a really extended one in the first episode. And then in this episode, both sort of having a very philosophical and metaphysical discussion a conversation about about belief was incredible and re- beautifully delivered where you know there's there's Loki saying oh these three lizard creatures making all the decisions and and then Mobius firing back oh well the gods of Asgard and the you know I'm the god of thunder and the god of mischief and oh that's how everything's created and um and I thought yeah that's a really that was a really nice um discussion point to bring up in the show and whether it ends up becoming important or not. And even Loki saying, okay, so what happens when you stop all the variants? Then what happens? Or then we have a perfect timeline and we all meet up at the end and we hug and shake hands. It's a very religious idea, you know, that, that, oh, well, if I just do the right thing and then I'll be rewarded in the afterlife. And it's and you and you're doing it all with no real proof. How many people worship any kind of deity, any kind of entity that they probably will never meet? No matter what your belief system, it might end up being well. You chose the wrong side. Yeah. You you know you wait you wait across the the threshold and see Thanos and you get Dark Side. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's you know. Oh wait, I was believing all the Marvel comic books and it's DC. What is this? So uh, so that was really nice. I like that. But yeah, again, that idea of well, what if the great and powerful Oz is revealed to be just the scared little guy behind the curtain? How will Mobius react to that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I think in the uh, f- uh, Jack Kirby's Fourth World comics, I. I think I, I don't know if this has ever been uh, determined or was just a theory, but I I think on the other side of the the source wall, you know, the wall that Darkseid always wanted to break through. I think in Jack Kirby's mind, I think it was the Marvel Universe. <laughs> so you know that would be great. 
Yeah, that, that would be. I mean, there's a couple of times we have had the crossovers, but I don't know that we've ever had the Big Bads crossover like that. That would have been Yeah, great. that would have been a lot of fun. The... The the whole episode is, uh, once again, really entertaining, and it feels very much like a uh, buddy cop series with Mobius and, and mm. Loki, and I hope they don't get too far away from that, because I feel like I only just got a really good taste of it, and already Loki's on the run, and I, I'd like to see a little bit more of their interaction, wouldn't you? Yeah, and I like I wasn't really sure once we got through a lot of the the heavy lifting, as we mentioned last week of, well, here are the rules for time travel in this story. Uh, what is going to be the real driving plot behind and story behind this, behind the series. And I must admit from the trailer, I thought maybe it's going to be, oh, you know, Loki every week is on another time traveling caper. And and once they'd set up the relationship with him and Mobius, I thought I really enjoy that idea of this, yeah, this buddy cop idea as they jump through time to either keep chasing him and and this variant for what we thought it was at the time, or whether yeah, there's a different variant every week that they're kind of trying to snare. So at this point, that he's gone running off and has kind of stabbed Mobius in the back, does have me going, oh, I'm a bit disappointed in him already. I feel like Thor, you know, like Thor, the amount of times Thor got duped by Loki and you're like, he's the god of mischief. It's there. It's there on the tin. You know, you know what you signed up for. It's the same as like, well, you're going to get a ruddy great mallet thrown at you from the sky because you're the god of thunder. That's what you do. Why is everyone so surprised when (laughs) when he pulls a stunt like this? Well, here's here's the other. Well, yeah, exactly. Here's the other thing I wanted to to throw at you. It kind of dawned on me during the week before, and I know we'll get to the reveal of the variant at this point. But when it was, even now, they're still saying, but there are other Loki's out there, variants of him. Do you think that there is a possibility that uh, Mobius? grabbing Loki out of the the timeline from the Avengers movie and bringing him in, as we saw in episode one, isn't the first time that's happened. Right. Yeah, so this is- that they keep on a, on a loop. He keeps going through with the idea of this time I'll get it right. I know where I went wrong. Let me go back in time and do this again. Let me go back in time and do this again. I know where I went wrong because there was a bit of an exchange with him and the judge in the first episode, she's like, you got this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, trust me, I'm all across this, almost as if to say, I, I know where I, where I fucked this up in the past and this time I've got it right. And that there are v- other variant Lokis out there. Is that because he's he set them loose by accident? Right. So do you, uh, are you hypothesising that it's this Loki that he's tried this with a couple of times or he's tried it with other Lokis and now he's trying it with this one? I feel it so it doesn't get overly complicated and, and we're having to f- em- embrace all the different Tom Hiddlestons that we like. It will be, yes, I've tried this with other Lokis and, and this is the one I've decided is the last roll of the dice that I, I know where I went wrong in the past. I tried it with this one. I tried it with that one. If I try it with this version of him and not just timeline-wise, but, yes, this incarnation of of the variant, uh, I, I know that this one will will 
do what I want and rein in all the other mistakes that I make. Well, that's a fascinating idea, isn't it? Because the, the argument with time travel stories is always, well, if you fuck up, why don't you just go back and give it another crack like a video game? So yeah. that. And there was that reference to from Loki about that of like, well, why don't we just go back to before the variant yeah. kind of just caused all this trouble and catch them in the act if we know where they're going to be. And, you know, there was a bit of hand-waving from Mobius just to go, well, we'll, we'll because we can't, basically. Yeah. <laughs> because the series would fall apart at the same is the correct answer. But, yeah, that's one of those things. I'm glad they addressed that because yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking it. Yeah, and it makes sense that Loki, who is, you know, not afraid to piss fart about with whatever works in his favour would be the one to bring it up. You know, Hiddleston is kind of a fascinating uh, person for me because sometimes I see interviews with him and I'm like, yeah, you know, (laughs) sometimes I feel like he kind of takes himself a bit seriously, but he's so good. (laughs) He's a really good actor. Yeah, I've... I've heard he, like, does 20 takes on a line and right. stuff, and um, I can't uh, – I feel bad about it, but I go, yeah. But then from that, they obviously have, you know, takes 15 that's really great, um, and maybe you should be good enough to do it in five takes or something. But the point being, you know, I, I can't be upset when I see what he does, and I just love it. I love his – some of his, you know, the delivery he has, and it's just such a unique performance that however he, I don't have, I haven't had to direct him or I haven't been waiting in a trailer for him to finish so I can start my scene after lunch or whatever. So uh, I'm only just looking at it from an audience point of view. I, I It delivers on screen. It's not like he's doing a terrible job and you'd say, wow, all that 20 takes to get not even halfway decent stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the other thing I will say with the, with the Mobius character, the other thing that, that strikes me with him is he seems to be in this constant, you know, he, he too is trying to cl- climb the ladder of success, which to me is just reiterating the fact that he's he's out to prove something and maybe it's, no one else in in the TVA knows that he's the one who put the Lokis out there too is the other possibility. But like, you know, him him um you know yearning for the roller skate or um you know the other items in the in the in the office and little things like, you know, just I I don't know whether it's important or not. it feels important that when he goes to put his glass down there's there's ring rings on the desk or on the side table from where he hasn't used the coaster and and she says to him, oh, that's, yeah, because you did that last time. And you're like, well, last time he was in the office is in a couple of days ago. Well, last time is in where we have had this conversation over and over and over again. It's when they're dealing with time, time travel and the ability to do that and that they, these guys are happy to pull these puppet strings and, pull, and, and make the call does have you sit there thinking yeah just it pops those sort of ideas into your head whether they're red herrings or not i'm happy that they're there it's you know there is in the uh, marvel comics there is kang which we know kang the conqueror is going to turn up in uh, in ant-man which we said in the previous podcast I had a moment, and it's been like we know that it isn't now, but I had a moment before episode two thinking, you know who else wears emerald green and travels through time and is a descendant of Kang the Conqueror? And that's Doctor Doom. And I got really excited Mm -hmm. at the prospect that I know they've got a Fantastic Four movie getting prepped for a couple of years' time, but imagine if you just dropped Doctor Doom in it now. And I got 
pretty fired up about that as a concept for a little bit too. Yeah, I still I still love the idea that there there may be another big bad. I mean, the fact that we've had the reveal of Lady Loki for for who the variant was, even more so than than the Agnes reveal in WandaVision, they've played this one really early. So quite, yeah, so quite clearly there's more to it than who is this hooded variant because that's already been revealed. So, so yeah, it, whether it ends up being who the, the timekeepers are and whether there's multiple timekeepers or not. Um, and if it is, you know, it could be Kang. It could be Kang and Dr. Doom and... Mephisto, you know who knows. Yeah. You know. Or it uh, could be uh, could be Kang, Immortus, and Ramatut, who are all kind of, or the Scarlet Centurion, which are all, you know, meant to be descendants of each other in that beautifully convoluted comic book kind of way. But it's he keeps talking about having uh, a one on one with them as well, and uh, the one mm. of the TVA women has already, you know, the one that was captured by Lady Loki has already admitted that she's given up how she can find the real one too. And so that's – it feels like we are going to get some sort of reveal. And I hope it's not a – I know we've banged on about this before, but I hope it's not a Evan Peters just happens to look like Quicksilver. I hope it is something a bit tastier. Again, you know, all of these having been made before WandaVision went out – you know that I, I know that they would look at that now and go, yeah, that didn't that didn't go down how we probably would have liked. But I, I would think that everything that's been done in this se- this series has already been decided upon. So it will be interesting to see where it goes because obviously uh, another big point for me is, well, why is um, variant Loki? Why is she? She's so. I mean, what a great set of you know a, a long a long con of craft handiwork MacGyver style that she did to get not only the sort of time erasers, but the time doors and did multiple versions of that and hook them up. And so now all these little erasers are going out through time doors to who knows where, what a great setup, but why is she doing that? What's her motivation for doing that? Um, I thought it very telling that at the point, at the medieval fair where they were trying to catch her and, and clean up that mess, there was looking at the, the variant timeline going off on its tangent. Um, it was headed into the red and, the, you know, the, the line was the, the red line is near the apex. Okay, so what happens if it hits the apex? Does it then form a timeline that cannot be undone. That to me was, was a, I think a very important point that was being raised. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that fight so at the end where you just see all these different ones breaking off. What a, what a visual. Yeah, it was good because, um, you know, the basic visual of the timeline is, is just so straightforward and really understandable you don't have to really get your head around it you just go yep look there's that wavering line and that's the sacred Uh timeline and then being able to just very simply just have lines going everywhere was a great way to end the episode it was a like it's, it's been it's been a solid series two episodes in 
Yeah, I, I, like you could argue that there's not a lot going on at this point. It's pretty like the, for the first episode was really just sort of setting up the characters, and and same thing with this one. It wasn't till right till the very end that we had that we had um, you know the the reveal and suddenly it's it's kicked it up a gear. But you know all the stuff about seeing. You know, Loki just doing the day job stuff during the day, just sitting at a desk going, the only file he's allowed to access is his own file. Um, yeah, the fact that Mobius is just just dying to have a jet ski. It's all he wants in life is a jet ski. And in many respects, you can't fault him for that. But also he hasn't, so he has never experienced that. So these guys aren't human earthlings we don't we've never been able to grab a jet ski i don't know what a fish i'm going to gut you like a fish i don't know what a fish is so you know um yeah so all of that's that's great fun so you know i i all of that i'm embracing even though maybe it's not 100 miles an hour uh, with a thousand questions like wandavision necessarily i really love the interplay and i really love the you know the dialogue between the characters the mobius line oh yeah his line out you know um, loki saying well how do you know this is real and he says it's real because i believe it's real i mean what yeah that's that's it in a nutshell. What what else can you do? So what does that mean for each of these characters if that belief is shaken? Yeah. And also it just seems like, uh, you know, once again, this is a little bit unfair, but it feels like this series is already kind of running ahead of where you, you wish Doctor Who was going. Like like I immediately mm. was watching this and thinking of the, the buddy cop kind of dynamic. I was thinking... Like, I really like Graham in the last series, but, geez, imagine if it was just the Doctor and Yaz, and Yaz was being a cop, and she was like, the, the Doctor was like the, you know, the, the, the offsider who doesn't play by the rules. That could have been fun to watch yeah. there. I sometimes uh, find that this is one of my biggest criticisms of Doctor, and I do, I do love the show, obviously, Um but you know, entitled fans were all allowed to have it. But it's it's yeah. And look, it's not always the most important thing because it's about the relationships between the characters, which for the most part have always been done very well. Things like yeah, Yaz is a, is a cop. Um, the current the you know current friend. Uh, fellow traveler with the doctor is a cop in in the past uh, martha jones was an actual doctor she was a trainee doctor so you had two doctors so when he's saying oh i'm the doctor she should be doing the same thing or when she's on another planet and she meets another alien she should be fascinated by their physiognomy and and how you know or the fact he's got two hearts or you know how does this how do people on this planet breathe do they have lungs um all that sort of stuff just sometimes and i get you know you can't have that every week because it would bog it all down when we move to another planet to another planet but just to lean into that sort of stuff sometimes would be would be good like even when they were back on earth in the first uh series with uh jody whittaker they were back on Earth in their time, and there's giant spiders, and the Chris Noth character, who's got this big conspiracy plan, pulls a gun on them and says, "Well, now that you know my plan, no one, you know, no one's going to know about it." Yeah, this is a cop. She should be saying, "Hey, mate, you just put a gun on a cop. You're getting locked up. 
this is a not even a citizen's arrest. I'm an actual police officer, and I'm arresting you and charging you right now for threaten, threatening people with a with a deadly weapon. But it just it doesn't even come up. So just some of that stuff, keeping true to the characters, I think is is uh, is an unfortunate thing that they don't always do. That hopefully we will see with. Uh, with Loki, because at the moment, now we know he can change, but the Mobius character, like just week week in week out at the moment. I mean, we're two in, but geez, he just is so endearing. He's got this innocence. This he just wants to please. He's fascinated with. You know, he's he's got. He would love to have a collection of just human stuff. He's like the Little Mermaid. He's like Ariel, the Little Mermaid. You know, just wanting to have a fork for a hairbrush and. <laughs> And, and all the other stuff, you know, a shoe for a phone, all the, all the things she doesn't know how to use properly. That would be his thing, just full of, like, Arthur Weasley and Harry Potter, just full of muggle artefacts, yeah. that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's been great. I feel like Owen Wilson's really giving a, a you know, in a show that's kind of, uh, you know, big ideas and lots of weird shit going on. It's a really understated performance. He never really mm. leans into a line too much. He just is just a little bit on the back heel, which is great. It just kind of gives it a different type of energy. Like, we haven't seen this kind of character in any of the Marvel uh, productions in movies or TV so far, and it's a it's a real breath of fresh air. Like I'm hoping this, I don't know. Like I I don't particularly at this point want this to finish in a way where you go, well, that's it. Like it's like oh, I wouldn't mind yeah. a few seasons of this if it uh, if you can keep up this kind of quality. It, once again, only two episodes in. Yeah, and look, you know, there's a this is if if anything has the potential to get another run. This could be mm. it with wherever it. It's, uh, I mean, already the way it's set up, um, the Loki character has an end, so he can stay in this realm uh, and reality as, as long as he mm. wants, and it can run for five years, seven years, and then they just drop him back where he was. Um, well, he needs to what, end up on Asgard? Is that where he would end up after No, this? he ends up on anyway. the uh, on the ship when they've left Asgard, and that's when Thanos ah, finds right, them. that's where he yeah. is. That's right. So, um, but yeah, so he has a point that he can be dropped back into his own storyline. Like WandaVision, well, this is a, that's a continuation of where they were at, so we can't, we can't sort of go too far with that because the movies will start to happen and everything's going to start to cross over. Whereas this one, I really do hope for where it started and where it has the potential to go that it can, it, you know, it, it's something for Tom Hiddleston to do because he, he would otherwise not be back yeah. at this point. Yeah, no, I've really been enjoying it. Lady Loki, I, like to be honest, uh, my first thought was maybe it'll be, uh, the Doctor Doom idea was a, uh, big swing that I didn't expect, but I was just thinking about the, the emerald green and I was like, oh, that would be fantastic. And then I thought it might have been uh, Kid Loki, but that was mainly because of the conversation we'd had previously. I was like, oh, is this going to be a young upstart one that's shaking his finger at him? And But to have Lady Loki, who by the looks of it is much better at being Loki than him, is really exciting. Yeah. But there's no there's no reason that we won't have young Loki maybe like or you know they've obviously been showing all these other little um, hologram variants out there some of which look like really fun I would really like to meet them so um, 
Yeah, so you know this this is it. I, I think after considering this is episode two, we could have an adventure with her in episode three, and then we move on and and there's another one. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of it being more of a little character hopping thing, and and which keeps our Loki as the central character to it. Um, not that I would ever think that he could become a bit of a wallflower, but um, yeah, I think maybe him jumping after her is him him catching her on his own. Cause remember what he's trying to do now is, is earn his way up the corporate ladder to meet the timekeepers. So if he can catch his own variant, it proves where his loyalties lie. So as much as it looks like, Oh, he's following to hold hands and run with her. I think he's chasing her in the hope of bringing her back. And then he and Mobius can go back to just, being a great bloody double. Act. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, you know, fingers crossed. That's where it's going to go. And uh, you know, uh, w- uh, what's her name? Is it uh, Ravonna? Is that how you would pronounce it? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she's already uh, a a pretty well formed character for someone that we haven't seen too much of. And there's mm. still. Did, did you see the idea that? In the background of the first episode, it was Peggy Carter being led away at some point. And I kind of looked and I didn't think it was uh, uh, Sharon Carter, sorry. And I didn't quite think oh, it yep. was her. But, you, you know, the way she was dressed and everything, it was kind of in that style. Could have been. I wonder if, you know, maybe this will just be setting up the uh, the What If cartoons that are coming out. That's true. I forgot about that. That's coming too. I mean, geez, that's going to turn the whole thing on its head. I reckon, you know, if people are, I don't know how, how most people are reacting to this, but if it's one of those things of, again, I mentioned it last week, my wife is not a huge fan of, of time travel and the whole you know, bootstrap paradox of it all is what made her struggle with tenant. But I keep turning around to her with this one going, yeah, we've seen we've seen the first timeline with him. We've seen the original timeline where he went through, and yeah, you know, it starts it starts here and it ends here. And he's watched his own death, and now we're going back, and now we're fucking with it because you want you always want to know well, which is the original timeline. Well, we know what that is now, so now you can just sit back and and enjoy them messing with it. You know, she needs her Back to the Future one before she can enjoy Back to the Future two type of thing. Um, so, uh, so, but in the meantime, she's just loving the dialogue. She's loving the characters. She's laughing out loud at some of the, the lines here. And so I sort of look at it as, yeah, then it's a success for what they need as a Disney Plus show, which, you know, you can make a few deep cuts, but you can't make too many because you'll alienate the bulk of your audience. I, I think it would be on a winner. And if that's the case, then... They can just, you know, entice people in and then blow their mind a bit when what if comes because yeah. that's gonna that will turn everything on its yeah, head. Yeah, just do some crazy shit from there. Well, I'm enjoying it yeah. so far. Uh, I'm hoping that you know sometimes TV shows and movies influence you know each other. I'm hoping that the Doctor Who writers are watching this, going, "Oh yeah, this this has yeah. kind of got." some of our aesthetic in in some of it physically and uh, story-wise, so it wouldn't be a bad thing to be inspired by it. But also, it's kind of one of those series that I really don't have many thoughts on where it's going because I'm just really enjoying watching it, and I think I might let this just wash over me. Absolutely. And 
WandaVision gave us a lot to chew over and a lot to think about. Um, Falcon in the Winter Soldier was as straight up and down as you can get, for better or worse. And this is just a really nice in-between where you can just enjoy it for what it is. There's enough little questions to, to keep you coming back. It's not, but it's not overly complex. It's just a, a fun ride that I'm, yeah, absolutely thoroughly enjoying myself and I, I can't wait to see where it goes next. And it gives us an excuse to catch up each week and talk about it. So thank you, Loki. That's great. Yeah, no, I'm, so, uh, look, I'm sorry I uh, poured all that orange juice in your salad too <laughs> before we got started. I know it, what I was thinking. Sometimes you just need a metaphor. You just need a metaphor. I got to prove a point. Got to prove and a I point. And I was fine with that. All right. Thanks, mate. Uh, my pleasure. And trust me on one thing. I love to be right. <laughs> Thank you to Roe for joining me today and talking about Loki. We haven't locked it in, but I'm guessing we're going to do this each week. Like, I haven't run it by him. I just have kind of taken it for granted. That's awful. You should never take anything for granted. I think we will be. I think there might be a point where he's going overseas. Anyway, I'll check in with him before I say he'll definitely be back next week, but I'm pretty certain he will be. And we'll keep talking about Loki and where it's going. We're really enjoying it. It's a fun show and there's plenty to chat about. And as I said earlier, do your best to avoid spoilers online. People are idiots. Now, remember, tomorrow we have Tom Gleason and Ben Elwood joining me. And then Thursday, I'm back with the next episode of The Leftovers. Only two more to go before we finish this season. Far out. It's kind of going quickly. I'm glad we've been doing it week to week. I've really loved it, but uh, still seems to be just flying by. Uh, If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a top review on Apple Podcasts or even just a recommendation to anyone who you think might enjoy the work here. I also noticed some of you are saying hi to my guests online. Thank you very much for doing that. It makes me very happy. Uh, Big shout out to Bradley Kenneth, who was dishing out the love on Twitter. Thanks, mate. It did not go unnoticed. Let's finish today with a quote from A.S. Bayat from her book, Ragnarok, The End of the Gods. He was beautiful, that was always affirmed, but his beauty was hard to fix or to see, for he was always glimmering, flickering, melting, mixing. He was the shape of a shapeless flame. He was the eddying threat of needle shapes and the shapeless mass of the waterfall. He was the invisible wind that hurried the clouds and billows and ribbons. You could see a bare tree on the skyline, bent by the wind, holding up twisted branches and bent twigs, and suddenly its formless form would resolve itself into that of the trickster. Until then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.